0: So in my podcast, I would just like to clarify and um, address that I have never been to a medium um, or had any sort of form of psychic reading such as tarot cards or palmistry or anything like that in in my in the history of my life, um, but what my husband and I have done is we have gone to a meditation course which ran for a period of six weeks around two and a half years ago and we've been practicing meditation at home ever since. Um, In that time we visited a a Nantian temple in um, Wollongong and and that's as far as it goes in terms of any sort of um, spiritual sort of things happening in our life. Um, But around six to eight weeks ago I had a pull to go and visit a particular store about an hour's drive away from where we lived and that was to purchase some tarot cards. Now my mother um, is from New Zealand so sort of doing anything spiritual when it comes to using a Ouija board or tarot cards, tea leaf reading or anything like that has always been kind of a bit of a taboo. She'd always sort of warn us against doing anything like that because my grandfather was quite spiritual and there was always talk of you never know what sort of thing you're going to awaken if you do something like that um and i had this terrible gut feeling but i kind of went against that and i went and purchased my first deck of tarot cards um and originally i was sitting in our kitchen and just doing a couple of card readings and the deck is obviously if you've ever seen an original um tarot card sort of deck the images are quite old sort of uh, old school pictures and um there's 72 cards that you have to sort of get familiar with understand what they are the major and the minor and so i would just jump onto google and start using a website to sort of decipher what the cards meant um and yeah i never really thought too much about it but um One thing my husband ended up buying for me with my permission prior to actually finding the tarot card deck was a book of angel cards. Now, um, angel cards or oracle cards aren't the same as tarot cards. Um, They don't have the history behind them. I only knew this from Googling it. Um, But he purchased them from a local um, bookstore. And um, apparently these will connect with, say, angels that are around you or spirit guides, whatever they might be. And be able to provide you with some guidance on your spiritual path. Um, so he ended up purchasing angel cards for me before I actually went and bought the oracle cards, uh, the um, tarot cards. So little did I know um, why he was getting the angel cards for me and why I was getting pulled towards the tarot cards. So. Over the next few days, I also got pulls to go and purchase crystals from local stores from different places. And again, it was never something that I was sort of ever interested in. Um, I was always kind of like a little bit sort of like, oh, that's a bit weird, you know, buying crystals and whatnot. But, you know, buying like a crystal lamp for our bedroom and a salt lamp and things like that. And I started to sort of like get into it wearing, you know, a couple of crystals and stuff and doing my tarots and things like that. And I just found it quite interesting. Until one night we were sitting at home and I was um, doing a tarot card reading for myself, and I then offered to do a tarot card reading for my husband. And when I was doing a tarot card reading for my husband, I actually saw his grandfather come through, his mother's father who had passed away, and. I never really knew what was going on, but I was standing there, sitting at the table, and he was talking to me, and I was telling my husband what he was saying, and it was kind of like a bit unusual, because it felt like my husband could see him, and I was just sort of like having a conversation with the three of us, and we were all sort of like laughing, he was laughing, my husband was laughing, and we were reminiscing on all times, and it was odd, because his grandfather actually mentioned to me, oh, you know, you don't need to be doing this kind of stuff. And at that time, I kind of heard some dark noises. Now, the noises that I heard is, imagine you're watching like a horror movie and you can hear like, like ghoul glish noises and whooshing sounds and like, sort of like um, really scary sort of sounds. Like, I can't even sort of, it's just that those sort of like animation sort of noises that you would hear when you're watching a horror movie. And I made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And when my eyes were closed, I could just feel like, like a lot of darkness around me. It was a really weird feeling. And me being the type of person not to dabble in magic or any of that kind of stuff, it really frightened me. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I have no idea. Um... And even leading up to that time, little things would happen in my life and I never really thought anything about it. Like, I'd always think, I'd really like to have this book. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, go to the Salvation Army. And I'd go there and that book would be there. And this happened not once, not twice. It happened about like 10, 15 times. And if I look at my bookshelf, like, I'd be like, oh, I really want to buy Chicken Soup for the Soul. And I go to the Salvation Army and it was there. Another time it was like, I really want to book on spirulina. I'd go to the sub Army, and it was there. And that just kept happening over and over and over again. Um, Little things like I'd be like, oh, I really want to speak to a particular friend. And within seconds that friend was ringing or text messaging me. Um, I'd think about my mom, same thing. Or my husband, same thing. And little things that would happen quite frequently I wouldn't even think of. So when that happened and I was... At the time never knew that I was channeling his grandfather. Um, I felt something dark enter the room and I didn't really know what was going on, but it scared me and I didn't really express it to my husband at the time. I just kind of closed my eyes when it happened and it sort of amplified even more. So after that tarot card reading, we sort of went to bed and um I then woke up the next day and I had purchased at one of these crystal shops um, a connect with your spirit guide book and it sort of gave me a bit of an indication as to what meeting a spirit guide was like. Little did I know I had no idea what this meant Um, but I was sitting and meditating and I had a gentleman in my meditation present himself to me with the name of Tom or Thomas and I had asked him if he was a spirit guide and I didn't receive a response in my meditation and I kind of got like a feeling in my gut but I sort of overlooked that because when I was reading um, this book I was like oh you know this must be you know a spirit guide sort of thing because I had gone to a place where In a meditation, you can do a guided meditation. You can imagine being in um, a sanctuary or a garden that you create and only people that you invite in can come in. And he was not within that garden, but he was kind of off to the side. And I took that as he was within my garden. Um, But my garden was luminous and light and white and bright. And he was kind of standing there and sort of like a darkish kind of figure, not black, but sort of darker, like he was sort of dimmed out. Um, and I just took that as, oh, he was my spirit guide. So as time unfolded, um, things were happening and I was getting more crystals and, um, I was kind of having a bit of an argument with my husband and it was father's day. So this is about three days after. And I was like, oh, you know, I really want to sort of like start, um, devo- de- you know, getting more into this sort of spiritual sort of stuff, and I was doing tarot cards every day, and I started getting to the point where I was a little bit obsessing about it because I was trying to understand the cards. And we pulled up to go to a cafe for Father's Day, and when I had gone to park in the parking spot, I had parked, and I literally looked up, and normally, um, the shop that was there in front of me was a real estate agent had gone and had been replaced with a spiritual meditation psychic store and I thought wow that's got to be a sign and they do classes psychic development classes all that kind of stuff and my husband looked at me and he was like wow isn't that interesting so we go off to breakfast and have breakfast with the family and I jump onto Facebook afterwards. And I end up seeing that they've got classes and I book in and I go along. So I go along to the class, meet everyone. And the teacher is absolutely lovely. She is medium, highly regarded within the region and has a lot of followers and has a really big, you know, um, group following in the area. So um, I go to the classes and we do guided meditations. And in the meditations, I... um, go into my sanctuary and I meet um a what we will call ascending master now I won't mention who that ascending master is because I believe it's going to create a lot of skepticism but um this particular ascending master um everyone will know on a global scale um and so this particular ascending master continued to pop up throughout the coming weeks in my meditation never said anything to me except for once he spoke to me but he would send me messages um, of hope and love and comfort and so when we would go into meditation I would see him and I always felt looked after by him Um, now as time would go on at home I was getting more into the spirituality but I was kind of starting to get to the point where I was obsessing a little bit over the tarot cards and not knowing how to move forward and I was doing tarot cards constantly all the time all the time my husband started saying to me you're obsessing about this quite a lot and it got to the point where I was doing it like all day every day and my husband was like I think you just need to like give it a bit of a break and I was like oh no 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 so we were at home one day and, um, we were asleep in bed and, um, because having a six month old baby, we are just having a bit of a nap and there was a knock at the door and at the door, it was a delivery man for uh, a delivery of crystals that I'd ordered and they had come from Tasmania. And as soon as I came in, I got the urge to open them. So I opened them and I took them into my husband and I was like, Oh, look, these came in and, i ended up giving them to him and we were looking at them and stuff and he was never been into crystals either or anything like that but he was just into i don't know a couple of interesting looking ones and as soon as that had happened i started getting really bad anxiety and i said to my husband oh i'm getting the urge i need to meditate i need to meditate right now and he was like what and i said i'm getting this urge i really 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 need to meditate and we were in the bedroom with my son so he ended up taking um because normally we would take turns to be able to meditate center ourselves so he was like okay I'll take Elliot and um you can meditate so I sat on my bedroom floor in a little meditation area on top of our mat and I got this and I was like oh I'm going to get all my crystals and I'm going to put them on the mat in front of me and I don't do that during meditation I normally just sit on the floor as you all know Sitting on the floor, cross-legged, maybe on a meditation cushion with your palms up. Just breathing deeply, meditation music on, and just centering yourself. But instead, I got all my crystals and put them all out in front of me. And even my crystal lamp, which is quite a big white sort of um, crystal. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not a salt lamp. And sat that in front of me. And I went into quite a deep meditation and when that happened I basically went into what I would call almost like an alert it was like I was asleep but I wasn't because if I was asleep I would have fallen over But I was asleep in my mind, but I wasn't asleep in my body, if that makes sense. And the next thing I knew, it felt like I had been hit with electricity in the top of my head. And electricity was flowing through my eyelids. So it felt like I was being electrocuted without the pain. And... I could hear these whooshing and sort of like screams and stuff like that. And I didn't open my eyes. But the next thing I knew, I was in sort of like a hot climate area. And it was like I was watching a movie. And I could see um, this family swimming by the pool laying in lounge chairs. I could hear children laughing. I could see a little boy, a little girl, and parents. And I could see waiters and people sitting and having breakfast. And this waiter standing around this family, crouching down, talking to these parents, having conversations. I couldn't hear what the conversations were, but I could see that those conversations being had, talking about the children while the children were standing there sitting, sipping drinks and having a good time. And then it was basically playing out um, a scenario of somebody's holiday, but I had no idea who it was. And then I was sitting in a restaurant, and the parents were sitting there drinking wine and having a chat with friends. And then all of a sudden, I was, things went dark. And I didn't understand what had happened because the movie had stopped. And then all of a sudden, I felt there was just blackness and something dark was taking me and my eyes opened and I could just see this black shadowy figure taking me from my bed. I knew I'd been in bed and I was then being taken out of my room and it was I was really scared and I was so scared I couldn't say anything. And I realised then that I was in a movie or something was happening and i was being taken and it then switched scenes and i then was witnessing from a third person perspective somebody taking a little girl into a laneway into their black um their black car and then driving off putting her in the passenger street and driving off in the middle of the night and then I was at a house and on a cobblestone street and then this person had this little girl in their house and was trying to comfort them and this little girl was crying for their mummy. And then I saw this area of basement and my assumption was that's where she was being kept and I had no idea what was going on but I could feel being really, really scared and it started to make sense that I was that little girl being taken and the person that was taking me was this man that had been the dark figure that had been in my room. The problem was because I don't really watch movies or TV or anything like that, I had no idea who this person was and what the scenario was. But then the next thing I heard was and saw was being out on a mountain hillside and the man piling up rocks i could hear rocks falling clusters of rocks piling up on a mountain and then i moved from that scene and then i could see and i could feel the emotion of the mother and the father the father hugging the mother and the mother. Crying and howling and being so emotionally distraught um, that her child was missing, and um, like the TV and radio and everyone being there um, and filming her and everything, and I myself was crying the whole way through the whole scenario too, and I was also getting snippets after that had happened of the man, and I saw in detail who he was. I saw that he was wearing a white shirt and a black apron and he was a waiter and he worked at the hotel and then I started to realize because I saw the name of the town, it began with a P and I can't pronounce it, but I had been in Portugal and I had just witnessed um, the whole scenario of what had happened with Madeleine McCann being taken And being taken by a wait staff in the hotel. And the reason why no one had picked up on it was because of the person and his relationship with the family. And he has flown under the radar and no one had picked up on who he was. Because even in this video that had been playing out, I could see that he was a introvert he was hermit and kept he was quiet and kept to himself he lives alone he doesn't have a partner um but because of his height and his stature nobody would assume that it was him that would take her because it would seem too obvious I mean I'm not really sure what it was in feet and I could go back and check my notes but I'm pretty sure it was something like um six foot eleven I think that might be because we work in centimeters but he was a very very tall person um and he had been really friendly with the family and had been watching as this had happened been watching Madeline and the family from the poolside and um were knowing what their movements were and everything like that and had grown fond of Madeline and actually started to you know develop emotions and feelings for her not in like um love for her actually loved her and um I remember seeing his car it was a black um it was like a black Hyundai kind of Gets which was quite odd because the height of this man and the size of the car were complete opposite it was just like a very tall man fitting in a small car um but yeah it was I could see everything sort of unfolding and um, he was able to know when to go into the actual hotel room because he was a waiter by day working by the pool in the actual hotel he had started to know what the family's patterns were and what they were getting up to but funnily enough he didn't work the evening shift but he worked late into the late afternoon and um somehow had known that the family were going to be downstairs and know that madeline was upstairs with her siblings now after i'd come to my husband walked into the bedroom and he said he felt like he was going to throw up he was holding our baby and i was in hysterics like crying because i had no idea what the heck had happened And my husband came into the room and he said, oh my God, I feel sick. I don't know what you're doing in here, but this has got to stop. So the room was full of like this toxic negative energy and I had no idea what had gone on and I felt absolutely, I felt so ill. Little did I know I had just done what we call um, a trance meditation or trance mediumship. Um, And apparently that's something that most people only perform um after you know a few years of practice and um I can only assume that doing my meditation for those few years and really sort of making it something that I really get a hold of it was something that I was able to achieve with no knowledge or experience whatsoever um I even went to the point where I reached out to the. I, I started Googling online because I was obsessed. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know. I, I was just like, I know that little girl. Who is that? So I heard the name Madeline McCann. I had no idea about the case because I'm now 32. So when this happened back in 2007, after researching on the internet after this had taken place, I think I was 18 at the time. So I wasn't even living at home with my parents. I was living in Sydney and I was going up, hiding, and drinking. I remember the case but I never really sort of looked into it and I remember it sort of going on and on and on but I you know they never sort of found out and I never followed it closely the thing that started to scare me was that everything that I had sort of seen the face his details everything um, his car the location how he did it what happened when I started looking into it um, they had found out that someone had written in a um, logbook or a booking book at the hotel or the restaurant. That the parents wanted to come in at a specific time of every night to have dinner and drinks or, or catch up with friends and socialize as you do on holidays. Um, and this somehow was available to anyone. Now, they have chased down numerous people and they've not found any solid information nor have they ever found any sort of evidence to link it to anyone and it's because the people the person they're actually looking for is right there but it's the person that seems the least obvious to the police um, because he doesn't fit the the stereotypical type of category in terms of i don't even know how you would define it because i i don't even know i don't i'm not a detective or anything like that but um he just doesn't fit that category because he's so tall and it seems like he is such an obvious person because it's so obvious that he's such a tall person he couldn't have possibly have taken her because their assumption is that somebody would have seen him But he knew everything that the family was doing and he was close and friendly with the family. So another reason as to why he was disregarded from the actual investigation as well um, and why somebody with a history of being a child sex offender and everything. So I keep seeing this German person on the news. Um, I'm not even watching it that closely, but there's a German person in the news um, that they keep trying to pinpoint for the murder and they can't find anything on, on him. But because he wasn't involved in the, in the murder um, and they still haven't been able to find um, where her location is or, or anything like that. So my heart goes out for them. But what I also heard was when I was in um, my meditation as well, every time I'd go into meditation, I'd get updates on what the police were doing. So I actually ended up sending an email off to the police um, at Scotland Yard and saying that I had some information um, originally via the Madam McCann um, website and then I didn't hear anything back and I was just like I need to follow this up because well, I started thinking maybe I'm crazy what the heck I have no idea what's going on but if this is true so I ended up sending an email off to the police and a gentleman there um, email be back asking for more details and so I sent him through some more information and my intuition told me I didn't know what intuition was but I wouldn't hear back from them for a couple of weeks and in that time um, when I'd responded to him with some information I actually saw him picking up the phone and calling and speaking to the parents asking if the parents knew who I was using my name Ashley Redding um, and them saying that they had no idea who I was and I actually saw this in my meditation as well and then him hang up the phone, I could see him in his office looking at his watch, looking at his, at the clock, typing on his computer, sending off emails and all that kind of stuff. Him actually following up and seeing him, you know, um, querying about the car um, that this person actually drove, but then sending me an email back saying, you know, you sound like a medium or a psychic or or something like that. And I was thinking, I'm not medium or a psychic or anything. I'm just a mom with a baby. I have no idea. And this is the kind of stuff that I've seen. So, I just kind of left I didn't even reply to that because I thought well if he um, if I don't believe in what I'm sort of seeing how am I going to make um, a gentleman across the other side of the wall believe that what I'm seeing is true I don't even know if it's true but what I did feel is that having a child I could only imagine the heartache that her parents have gone through for this long not knowing where their child has gone and being those um innocent bystanders of a situation that's been so horrible that's been going on for 13 years um so this has literally consumed my life over the last past um few months and as an outcome i started talking to my parents and my family about it and it it literally got to the point where all my family started saying to me you know um, this is not normal. You know, you're not normal because it got to the point where I was just like, even my husband said to me, there's dark stuff in our house. Now there's like, I don't know, demonic stuff. So we got to the point where we actually, um, had people from our church come in and bless our house and try to cleanse it. And, um, but sorry, I should say, before that had happened, we saged our house, we saged us, we saged our baby, we saged our dogs, our cat, and our whole house, but we could feel that there was still a negative energy in the home, so we were just filling it with you know, lots of love and trying to be really positive, and it got to the point where I was sitting down and I was playing with my baby one day, and I just started praying, and I was like, God, universe, divine, oh, whatever you are, whatever you if you take away this bad entity away from our house away from our family and protect us i will serve you as a woman of god um, as a woman of the universe mother nature divine please and i felt that within my being and i knew from that time not a person going to church or anything like that that was my purpose that this was my spiritual awakening and it's not how I pictured it at all because the next few things that had happened after we had then the, the people from the church come into our house and bless it and fill it with love, not to get rid of the entity, but fill it with love and fill it with happiness and joy is um, all my family going, I think she's kind of tweaked it and she's kind of lost the plot, And um, my husband being like, hmm, I don't know how to respond to this and being like, we we have to take you to the hospital for a psych assessment. So everything literally within the, the matter of like, I don't know, two, three weeks had gone from being a normal mom and wife, 32-year-old woman to bam, you need a psych assessment because you've seen Madeline McCann die. And all this other stuff as well had happened too. Um, I had also been sleeping in bed and I would have a vivid dream of one of my husband's ex-bosses passing away and I was asleep and I would wake up but I didn't open my eyes and then I heard a voice saying speak the truth and then I said to my husband with my eyes still closed such and such is going to die in a and then said the scenario i'm not going to say because i don't want that to be something that i focus on because i believe that you know what we focus on becomes the truth and he was just like what are you talking about and i was like oh my god i don't know i'm not asking for this i have no idea so really strange things were just kind of like happening and um the dogs in our house were barking in the middle of the night and nothing uh, they weren't eating and it was just all really dark and crazy. Um, but since, you know, all this has been happening, I just have been thinking that I need to start a podcast and put it out there because I feel like um, a lot of people start getting into spirituality, and before you even know it, you're um, in deep, and you have no idea what's happening. It's kind of like reading the driver's manual after you've been in a car accident and basically you're now a quadriplegic. That's how it felt. I felt like I'd been assaulted. Um, What scared me the most was when I went to the psychic class everything had been going really great um one night we sat down and we were doing a guided meditation and it was probably the most bliss i'd been in um for such a long time because i had been in a really dark place since all that madeline mccann stuff had happened i'd been so tired so run down, so drained. I felt like I wasn't sleeping, and I was just so exhausted, but everyone's like, oh, you know, being a new mom, and I was like, I kept saying to everyone, it's not because of my baby. My baby is not making me tired. I don't know why I'm just exhausted. So in this meditation, I felt so relaxed in the guided meditation for the first time, and the teacher giving them guided meditation sort of sears back and said okay so you're coming through the door that you went through and you're coming back into the room and you're turning around you're sitting down in your seat and then you're slowly opening your eyes and when that happened the other teacher had said oh that's really weird I came through the wrong door now this woman is a medium and so for her to say that was kind of strange everyone got a really okay she's like oh that's really weird it was like I I went through the wrong door and I ended up in someone's living room and everyone was quiet okay and she was kind of like shaken by that so nobody said anything but normally after our meditation, we'd go around and we would sort of share our experiences, what we saw, how we felt, all those things. And then she said, before we started sharing, it felt like someone was trying to channel me. So she kept sort of pausing and then adding a little bit and then sort of stopping. In a, and then she said, it was really weird. The, the living room had sliding doors on it. And then I just sat there and I I got a really weird shift within myself. And I was like, oh, my living room has sliding doors. Now, the class is only very small. You can only imagine about six to eight people in the class with two teachers. So my initial gut reaction was, oh, my house has sliding doors. And I said that. I was like, oh, my house has sliding doors on the living room. I thought, I'm not channeling you. That's I don't know that's weird. Or she asked, does anyone's house have sliding doors in the living room? And I said, "My does. And she looked at me. She's like, okay. Then she paused for a bit and everyone was quiet. And she said, um, do you know who somebody by the name of Tom or Thomas? And the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. And I was like, yes. And she's like, who is he to you? And I just, I couldn't answer because I wanted to say he was a spirit guide, but I went back to that place where I was in my sanctuary and he was standing there and I'd asked him if he was a spirit guide and he didn't say anything and he just looked at me. And I said to her, Oh, uh, he's a spirit guide and she didn't say anything. She just kind of tipped her head back and just like, okay. And so I felt really like I got a shift, like I got goosebumps all over my body. And the class went on for about another hour and a half. So I had to wait that time to then try to talk to her after class without sort of like figuring out what it was that she was trying to mean. But I had a sick feeling in my stomach. So after class when we were leaving I went up and I was talking to her at the front desk and her and the other lady that run the class was standing there and um I was saying oh you know I want to come to class next time and I was wondering if I needed to bring anything sometimes we bring pictures to read and jewelry and things and she said oh no 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 and then I I could feel that she didn't want to talk to me about what had happened and I asked her I said oh so who um you mentioned Tom and she goes yeah how do you know him and um I felt stunned again like I couldn't speak and I said uh he's a spirit guide and she just looked at me and she shook her head she's like no he's not and I felt so sick I felt like I knew he was the person that had been the reason why I'd gone into that trance meditation and all the reasons why I'd had that prediction of that death um prediction of my husband's boss and it just made me feel so sick i felt like i literally felt like i'd been like raped that's the only way i can explain it i felt like i'd been raped like my soul had been raped and i'd never had that feeling before ever and um i drove home and i just cried and i cried and i cried and i cried to my husband